It's six o'clock. It's Friday night. You're here at Mutiny Radio. Clap it up for yourselves. Yay! You're people with souls, not just comedians. There are a lot of comedians here, too, and um, we'll see what kind of souls they have. They're going to be burying their souls for four minutes apiece. And you, if you're a non-comedian, you are so important tonight. You are going to choose... Your four or five, whatever people you like, whatever, put hearts by their names or like things, I'll pass around paper. Like maybe I'll, because we're all getting ready or whatever, maybe I'll do like a little set here at the top and then, and then we'll figure everything out. But it's a contest and you're important because you're going to judge. And then they all get, uh, the, the winners get to be on a Mutiny Radio Presents show at either Asiento, Atlas, or Bar Dolores. They're all really fun. And I'm really excited to have a fun time. There's ribs. I uh, made ribs. I have to like, I'm doing, I'm wearing a lot of hats. Like I'm the chef and I'm running the board and I'm going to host for a second. I'm going to do some jokes, but I have to flip the ribs in a minute to cut the second half because I, I murdered an entire pig today. <laughs> like I took an entire pig's body. All right. Uh, there's, we have a bunch of comics that are going to be excited for you. Clap it up for me right now. Yay. So we're back to this again, everybody. We're back to the condoms. We're back to the con. I'm just saying, they're making us wear masks. We're back to the condoms. The condoms are down here. You talk into them, and then, or you can take your mask and put it upside down. Like the way that you talk into it. See, so you have to put it upside down, because if you, if you actually make it upside down, then you're just spreading your germs everywhere. Anyways, it's, it's uh, there's a thing you can do. We we're using condoms again. The world's falling apart. I have ribs. Uh, I've. This is crazy. Let me tell you a story that happened to me yesterday. Holy fuck! I, <laughs> I was just there, you know, at 16th and Mission, and there were these blueberries that were like 50 cents, and I'm like, 50 cent blueberries? <laughs> wow. So I go up to the 50 cent blueberries, and then my eyes meet with this like, too gorgeous man. Like his muscles had muscles, right? He had dreadlocks, and he clearly came from the gym because he told me later that he had come from the gym. Uh, but he was like, hey, uh, how much are these blueberries? And I was like, they're 50 cents. Can you believe it? And he goes, why are you wearing that outfit? And I was like, I'm a stand-up comedian, and I have a show later. And he's like, you're the only bright point in this world today. And I was like, whoa. All right. So then I go in the store, and we're waiting in line, and I'm paying for my stuff with my food stamps. And he stands next to me, and he goes, can I get your number? And I was like... <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> That's what I said to him. I, he's clearly out of my league. And he looked at me and he was like, uh, I have friends of all kinds of ages. Okay. Anyways, I'm not trying to like light flex, but for the first time in my life, I mean, I'm 46 years old and I feel hot for the first time in my life. You know, it's crazy. It's because I'm going through menopause. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on fire <laughs> all the time. I smell like a 14-year-old boy. It's awful. This morning I was like, whoa, <laughs> why do you smell like pastrami? Corn chips. I don't eat either of these things, neither pastrami nor corn chips. This is what I smell like now. Yeah, hey, come in and eat some ribs. What are they, just people walking by? Are they, are they comics? Are they afraid to wear masks? Are we all afraid again? Is everybody afraid again? Are we supposed to be afraid? Are we afraid? We're all vaxxed. We're all afraid. We're scared. We're all going to die. 
I've been dealing with existential crisis since I was 18. I'm like, I'm going to die. I've been thinking this every day for like over 30 years. You fucking... Oh, we're all going to die. Oh, no, there's a virus that doesn't see color or race or socioeconomic class. Oh. The most unvaccinated group of people is white men over 40 and I'm like great let's kill them let's let them all die are they all in charge wait they're all in charge of our government how is it that we're a representational government except 80% of them are white guys ha <laughs> like it's so weird I don't know how is it representational in any possible way well the people with money represent us oh that's cool so we're all just serfs you like to look at the violence inherent in the system no one watched Monty Python? That's okay. <laughs> Sorry. Help, help. I'm being oppressed. I'm a woman. Does anyone want to eat more pork? Do you know, right? We need to be eating pork right now because they're, they just passed a law in California where pork and chicken have rights. <laughs> and so it's going to cost twice as much for us to eat bacon, which I'm totally, I guess I'm down with. Like, let's, let's not enslave these poor animals. Pigs are really smart. They're smarter than dogs. Eat some pig. <laughs> I Pigs are nice animals. Cool. I'm gonna say something and then, oh, this was the thing I was thinking about. Oh my God. I haven't ever gotten COVID yet. And I think that I found the secret. And then it's, it's smoking, right? So I smoke cigarettes. I smoke weed. I feel, I smoke wax. I feel like the wax coats my lungs so the COVID can't attach, right? So I'm safe. But that's why I live in the TL and nobody's sick. Is it that when you smoke heroin, it's even better? If you smoke meth, you're never going to get COVID because your lungs are coated with the meth. <laughs> I'm either the smartest person or the dumbest person. Like, I smoke a lot of weed, so I don't know. But I'm just saying, I haven't gotten it, and I smoke a lot of stuff. It's airborne. It has something to do with the lungs. No? No one else is on board with me. Yay. Okay. Uh, that was me being silly at the beginning. We're all here. These are ribs. I'm going to have to run out there and do a thing. J-Dubs, do a big favor for me and uh, bring up the music on the CD. And uh, we're going to get started with this right now. Yay! Oh, yeah. All right, your first comedian of the night. Oh, I have to get to my screen. Oh, I'm so unprepared, you guys. I'm terrible. Sorry I took so much time doing a set. I'm such a jerk. Ah! What am I doing? Uh, here we go. Oh, oh, I know who the, I know who the first comedian is. All right, uh, your first comedian. I'm so glad that he's here. Put your hands together, everybody. And if you're a real person, Remember his name, write it down. I'm gonna like walk around with pieces of paper or something. I don't know. He's number one. He's Nick Hulk. Yay! Thank you. That's the walkout music I'm used use to. Use the use a baggie. Get a baggie. Oh baggie, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Swear we're trying to be safe. It's like tell me what the rules are, I'll follow them go all good all right so anyone here ever taken Adderall 
I imagine a high percentage. It's San Francisco, right? It's like being in Dayton, Ohio, and asking if anyone takes Vicodin. A lot of us. I feel like Adderall is like the West Coast opioid epidemic. And the unfortunate side effect is that now a bunch of people have the focus to follow through on their shit startup ideas. <laughs> I was trying to invent, like, what's the dumbest app I can think of? And I was like, dog dating app. That is dumb. And as I was trying to brainstorm ideas for it, I'm like, I should check and see if this is real. And of course, it is real. And the name, Tindog. Tindog. At least for my imaginary app, I was thinking like, nose meets butthole, or like the hookup version, kibbles and tits. Yeah, a lot of people have been getting dogs for like their mental health, understandable. I struggle a lot with that like negative inner voice. I don't know if anyone else does. Just incessant circles. And so I try to come up with strategies to drown it out. First was alcohol, pretty common, right? And it works for a bit, but eventually that voice always like acclimates. So then I tried to tag team it, alcohol, weed. Same thing, it worked for a bit, but eventually it gets out. And so I realized I've just been gradually constructing this more complex prison cell for this voice. Like first I walled it in with cans of Four loco and Coors Light. And then as it started to poke its head out, I recruited weed and I wrapped the whole thing in a hemp Bob Marley flag. And then as it started to poke its fingers through, I brought in cocaine and I created a maze with mirrors and razor blades on the ground. And then I brought in Molly and made this cage out of interlocking neon glow sticks. And then finally, I brought in uh, ketamine and just surrounded the whole thing with drowsy horses. But of course, it always gets out. It doesn't matter. And whatever you use to try and hold it in, it will wield against you. So it came galloping after me on a horse and was just like, you fool, you'll never escape, for I am you and you are me. And then it's that cliche movie moment where I turn and look at the mirror and punch my reflection, shattering it, representing my fractured sense of self. Who am I? That's right, I'm a, I'm a white guy with a beard who works in tech. <laughs> Shit, there are thousands of me. If you put me at the park in a Patagonia vest with a white claw in my hand, I might as well be wearing camouflage. <laughs> I'm everywhere. Um, and then I had another joke after that. Uh, oh, Instagram. I'm in a war with Instagram where I always delete it and then I come crawling back, just like uh, Alexis Wren's butt. And I. <laughs> I hate it, and uh, it's just this battle between my brain and my dick, where like, I'm looking at the pictures and some of them are so dumb, and my brain is just like, what is this? And my dick's like, that's a valid artistic expression. And, you know, it has merit. And there's just one in particular that's everywhere, that every model does on the beach, where they're like laying down and it looks like they have severe scoliosis. You know the one? I feel like I could demonstrate what are the odds of this floor being clean? <laughs> All right, well, this is kind of what it looks like. I don't know if a guy's ever done this pose before, so prepare yourself. <laughs> I'm not sure what the effects will be. So it's one where they kind of lay down like this, and then you give it one of these, and then 
they like arch their back, like uh, feel the raw sexual energy of my shattered spine. <laughs> and that's it. I don't know where to go from there. Thank you all. Follow me on Instagram. Nick Hulk! Doing the Janet Jackson. That was great. Or, really I mean, anything from 1997. That was like even Prince was doing that. That was gorgeous. Uh, this is a radio show, so no one gets to know what you did. But uh, just so they know, Prince and Janet Jackson did it. So, ha, ha, ha. Nick Hulk, everybody, your first comedian. Yay. So if you're a person with a soul, you have to remember those things. Your next comedian, she's she's great. Like, she's been showing up and, like, came out of nowhere. And I'm like, you're a liar. Girl, put your hands together for your second comedian of the night, Surat Jahan! Yay! Hello, hello. Hi, guys. I have a question. Why does everybody want to be rich? Like, Ew, <laughs> that's so boring. Like, don't you want to fucking start a revolution instead? But then, you know, they'll give me a raise at work, and it's like, fuck the revolution. Give me the money. Make it rain, bitches. Make it rain. <laughs> but the thing about working a corporate job in the Bay Area means that you're kind of surrounded by, like, white people who protest, you know? Like white people who protest and won't shut the fuck up about it. <laughs> like, I know we said white silence is violence, uh, but they took that idea and just ran in the worst possible direction that they could, because I'll just be sitting at work, minding my own business, doing the bare minimum, and this girl will come up like, hey, I don't know if you heard, but I'm leading a protest this weekend. Yeah, yeah, leading, leading. I'm kind of excited, kind of nervous, but I hope you can be there, you know, to watch me lead this protest for the cause, of course, for the cause. And the cause is like Skate for Justice in Golden Gate Park. And it's like, ma'am, sweetie, that sounds like a party and not a protest. Like, I'm going to need you to burn some shit down instead, okay? <laughs> but, you know, she keeps giving me raises, so I can't really quit. I can't quit my job. Um, money. <laughs> like, money is the reason that we're all in this mess, so now we're making money, like, off of the mess. Like, PETA, the people for the ethical treatment of animals, they get, fuck PETA, first of all, fuck PETA. The bees were dying, and PETA did nothing, okay? They get, a, like, billions of dollars in donations every single year, and where do those donations go? Those donations go so that PETA can put up a billboard with like a naked lady wrapped in like cling, cl like cling wrap, and it's like, would you eat her? Like, yes, I would. I would eat her. She looks hot as fuck. <laughs> anyway, fuck capitalism. Why does Taylor Lautner look like this? This man is 100% white. <laughs> even though he looks like he's 100% not white. And he played an indigenous man on Twilight, Jacob Black. We didn't, we didn't question him. Nobody canceled him because we were right there with him. We were like, yeah, that's an indigenous man right there. Like, go representation. Go team Jacob. Fuck Edward's pasty ass. Hope you get Bella, dude. 
That's what like we were all talking about, team fucking Jacob. But Bella, mm, Bella, <laughs> she was like my idea of like peak femininity, femininity when I was growing up. You know, I feel like girls, cis girls, trans girls, all sorts of girls are getting to define like who they are now. When I was growing up, Bella was it. Like she was like peak femininity. She was beautiful, but she didn't know it. So that's what made her beautiful. All the boys in town were like obsessed with Bella, white boys, Asian boys, nerds, indigenous Taylor Lautner. They were all obsessed with Bella. She was like smart, super smart, but not in a way that intimidated men. She single-handedly figured out that all the murders in town were being committed by vampires. And she didn't tell her cop dad. Mm -mm -mm. Bella was like, fuck the popo. I'm getting railed by a hundred year old vampire tonight. That's it. That's my set. Surprise! If people listen, watch Red Twilight, they would love your jokes. Yay! I'm sorry I read The Hunger Games. I'm sorry I also read the Divergent series. Uh, I, I, I love teen, I love teen weird not sex books with romance as much as the next person, but I never got into the Twilight, and maybe I should. Tonight I might... Fucking uh, finger my butthole to a Twilight uh, series. Your next comedian probably fingers his butthole all the time. Put your hands together for Peter Struckmeyer! Happy Friday! Aren't we so excited? Friday night, we are eating ribs with a mask on. <laughs> Who are my audience members here, huh? Is it y'all? Just the two of y'all? Okay, so I need to be sassy gay best friend to you so that you don't notice me hitting on you. Got it. Uh, do we like my leather jacket? Yeah, I'm really trying to become a leather daddy, which is really hard considering I look like the only thing I've ever blown is the clarinet. But I was choosing between two black leather jackets, and I got to tell you, I couldn't decide, so I bought both of them, okay? And I already had a guy shoot a load on one of them, so I wore this one instead. Yay! Yes, a gentleman I met on Nose Meets Butthole. Uh, yeah, I thought you'd appreciate that. Also, I have totally done this pose, like, in bed. And I've done this pose on Mutiny Radio, because I love Janet Jackson, too. So you're not the first one to get on all fours on this very questionable stage here. Uh, let's see. I hooked up with a married man. Oh, don't awe me, okay? He is separated from his wife for reasons that go beyond my relationship with him, okay? But I get bonus points because he was a religion professor. Yeah, so after we had sex, uh, we prayed for ourselves. Uh, there's nothing like a post-coital gay love affair than saying the Lord's Prayer. We just held hands and we're like, our daddy, who art inside me, call me by your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on top as it is on bottom. Give us this gay, our legs be spread, and forgive us our punishers as we forgive those who punish our buttholes. And lead us not into the orgy, but deliver us from straight people. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory hole are yours, almighty daddy. Amen! Yeah. And after that, we took the rosary, we used it as anal beads, and we kept having sex. 
I don't have much time here tonight. I have a very important place I need to go after this show, okay? And as some of you know, Pam Benjamin, she books a lot of shows here in San Francisco, and she books a show at a place called The Bar on Dolores. It's 29th and Dolores. Tonight, beginning at 7 p.m., they are having a party and or support group for separated and divorced firemen. If you don't think I'm going to show up to that shit, my butthole in the air so they can put their fire hose up my fire escape, you have learned nothing in this set. Like, do you know how many poles I'm going to slide down here tonight? I already have my whole flirting strategy planned out. I'm just going to get there and be like, hmm. Can I have a cigarette? Oh, no, you don't like smokers? Oh, I'll just have to put it out in this big pile of flammable trash. Oh, no, it's on fire. Quick, let's throw this vodka soda on it. And next thing you know, I have burned that venue down, and he will have to marry me in the burning building. I will commit arson for a man's approval. And that's my time. I'm Peter Struckmeyer. Thank you. Peter Strugmeyer, everybody. Number three, going to the bar Dolores tonight, 29th and Dolores. Single, divorced, estranged fireman. Oh, my God. Here's the thing. I have a theory about EMTs and firemen. They all have to be hot because when you're dying and you look up at them, you have to have a reason to live. You know, so like every EMT or fireman is hot. Your next comedian... I'm not going to objectify him. He is a tall drink of water. Uh, but he's a darling young man, and he's such a stalwart of Mutiny Radio. Put your hands together for number four, Ian Langlands. Yay! I am the tallest drink of water to you. How are we today on this Friday evening? Don't expect me to give as much energy as Peter. I'm sorry. It's tough to compete with. Try to not be behind him. Oh, double innuendo. Got him. Okay. All right. Um, I don't like, uh, I'm just going to be forward with you guys. You know what really grinds my gears? Irish pride. Irish pride really grinds my gears. And I'm going to give you this right now. I am not Irish, so this is fully offensive. I don't like Irish pride because... What do you got to be proud about, okay? I know so many Irish people that just love to flaunt their Irishness. Like, it's nobody's business. And I'm, I'm tired of it, okay? Because you don't see any other breed of Caucasian talking about how great they are. Like, I'm French, and I'm not walking around with a beret and a baguette telling you, hey, you should try some escargot. No, keep that shit to myself. Irish people, I don't, I don't know what it is. I, you, actually, it's, they talk about how they, they were discriminated against like 150 years ago, and they are clinging to that as if like America's trying to exterminate them or something. They're like, you know, we had it as bad as black people for a little bit. And it's like, a little bit of a different situation, okay? One people, they were taken from their country and forced into slavery. The other ones, they ran out of potatoes. They came here, and they got paid a little less. I don't think, uh, I don't think it's comparable. TBH. <laughs> and then we gave them a fucking parade and a holiday, and that was when we fucked up. We gave we 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 enabled them to be as proud as they are with that parade. 
Oh, like for what? What, what, what have Irish people given us? Corn beef and you too? I'll pass. Thank you very much. Fuck it. Uh, no, they're not. <laughs> Solely because they're Irish. Get out of here, Pam. <laughs> Stay on your knees and cut that rib for me. <laughs> With a pocket knife. No, I'm still performing. I'm still up there. Irish people. Yeah, we gave them a parade. That's when we fucked up. Yeah, they, they walk around with those shirts. What do they say? Kiss me, I'm Irish. Puh, the audacity. You think I'm going to kiss you because you're fucking Irish? You don't see people walking around with, kiss me, I'm Slovenian, right? <laughs> White people, got, we got to keep it to ourselves. Irish pride. Irish pride. Being white and the word pride do not go together, is what I'm told from the news syndicates. Pride, it, it's a slippery slope, Irish pride, you know? They say stuff like, I'm proud of my ginger hair. I'm proud of my freckles. I'm proud of my pale skin. Whoa, watch it. One bad day with Irish pride, and next thing you know, you're a clan member. That's my rule. Um, okay. You guys didn't like the Irish stuff, whatever. <laughs> didn't realize I had a bunch of Irish sympathizers in the uh, crowd. Oh, is that true? Was this an is this an Irish only uh, uh, event? <laughs> Bring your uh, 23 and me at the door. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah, stay on the outside with the riffraff, you leprechaun. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna beat my ass later. Uh, I don't know how much time I got, but uh, I'll do this quick one. I uh, Pam, you're upstaging me. This is a competi <laughs> This is a competition. I've tried to win. Um, uh, thank you. <laughs> right on the queue. Um, I don't know if anybody's a sports fan, but uh, Giants—they just got a good—they uh, just got a good player, very good. And I saw this video of him on ESPN. He was in his own dugout. He's from the Cubs, Chicago Cubs. He was in his own dugout, and he found out he got traded. He started to cry. And I just think that getting traded is like the funniest thing in the world because he had to come to San Francisco that night and play immediately. Like, could you imagine that happening like with any other job? You just work at like H&R Block and they come in, they're like, hey, QuickBooks, you know, they need, they need a numbers guy like you. You're getting traded to Cincinnati. You have to be there tomorrow at 8 a.m. I think, I think that's the funniest shit. I get it. They get paid like millions of dollars. You know, whatever. You're in a higher tax bracket. I guess that w that's what comes with the job. But it's just so funny to me that one day you could be like partying in LA, and then the next you just gotta like be suicidal in Orlando. <laughs> just like, ah, I guess I'll go to Disney World for the fifth time this month. That's just what's funny to me. All right. Well, I definitely won. So vote for me, and let's kick all the Irish people out. Thank you. Yay, Ian Langlis! He hates my people! It's okay, I'm Danish too. I'm just a big white mutt. It's fine. He, uh, you're, you're darling and wonderful. I don't think Lee Stewart is here. I don't see him, or I haven't. Is he here? There he is! Oh my God, you're so majestic, and your shirt is lovely, and your driving skills are exemplary. Put your hands together for your next comedian, number five, Lee Stewart! Use a, uh, use a baggy bag. The baggie's on the ground. We're trying to be COVID safe again. Oh yeah, no, it's all good. I'm just, I'm just trying to whatever Unlike the people say the and the stuff. 
Yeah, no, I know, but then everybody no, gets just, sick anyway, so we're just trying to, like, right. wash our out. hands and not stick them up our buttholes and, you know. Well, I thought this was a good kind of party, but... Anyway, how's everyone doing? This is a, the best crowd I've seen in a while, as in the past two weeks here. So, great job. Great job. I'm so lucky that Ian went before me and he brought up 23 and me and a white pride, because... Obviously, I'm white. <laughs> I apologize. That's not where this is going. But uh, no, 23andMe, man, it's uh, it's fun. It's My girlfriend was really into it. And during the pandemic, you know, I needed something to focus on. And she was like, I'll pay for it. And I was like, yes, please do, because I'm on unemployment. <laughs> so thanks, babe. <laughs> Thank you very much. But it was. You know, I was really excited at first, and then it became really disappointing because I realized uh, my parents lied to me <laughs> as a child. I thought I was related to an Indian princess, and, you know, I found out I was like 52% German, so I thought all my white guilt came from all the heroin use, but it was just because I found out I was a Nazi. <laughs> but, on the other hand, Luckily, I found out I was 0.3% African, so I'm sure a couple of you owe me an apology. <laughs> Quiet room tonight. I love how woke everyone is, but they'll gladly step over a person who looks dead on the sidewalk. <laughs> Act like you didn't. Act like you didn't on the way here. There was somebody on the sidewalk who looked possibly dead, and you just ignored it. <laughs> I know you have to, right? It's the American way. But uh, growing up white, you know, you grow up with uh, your elders, I guess <laughs> you call them. And, you know, they, they come up with casual racism, but they can't even say the word racist. They, they say, I'm not prejudiced. <laughs> you know, like, hey, you know, that female doctor was fantastic. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Dad, she just saved your fucking life. She was pretty good. <laughs> like, what does it matter if she had a penis or not? <laughs> Damn, you guys are so woke, you probably walked over six homeless people on the way here. <laughs> Jesus. Man, Cali's a hard place to do comedy because everyone's afraid to laugh. But, uh, I'm not. But I haven't laughed once because I'm not funny. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> Self-deprecating jokes. That's the sweet spot. <laughs> well, um, you know, as you... If, if any of you have seen me before, I've talked about my history a little bit. Uh, I'm a former heroin addict. <laughs> and that was the best response I could ever get to that. Um, I wish in rehab somebody had done that when I was going through my story at certain key points. And I'm just like, honk, honk. <laughs> and that's when I sucked a dick for heroin. <laughs> like, honk, honk. <laughs> I ain't even gay. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes you gotta be what you gotta be. <laughs> but no, yeah, quarantine was hard. I went through a lot of phases. Um, first was relapse. <laughs> Second was rehab. That was good times, good times. Um, and now I'm really looking forward to the next quarantine. Because <laughs> I've been clean for about a year, but I have like a week to go, so I'm ready to fuck it up.
too dark? Well, you guys just don't like drugs. <laughs> anyway, I can see that I've done horribly, and uh, I'll never come back again, so thank you very much. <laughs> and I'm just going to go end it, so thanks. If you don't vote for me, I'll end it, and if you want to live with that, that's fine. I feel like by looking into all your eyes, you'll make the right choice. Hmm? Yeah, guilt trip. White guilt trip. <laughs> You're welcome. Just like the rest of us. Lee Stewart, everyone! Number five! Vote for the white guilt trip. I'm excited about it. We'll see what happens tonight. Your next comedian. He, I, I mean, when I met him for the first time, I was like, are you a cop? Because he doesn't look, he certainly doesn't look like a comedian. He looks like, I don't know why he isn't, um, I think he might be, he, I think he was on the Lab Rats show <laughs> with the, anyway, no, it's, I'm sorry, he's <laughs> too good looking to be a comedian. Put your hands together, everybody, for Ben Kelder! Hello, hello, how's everyone doing this afternoon? Glad to hear it. All right. Uh, so about six months ago, I uh, got a COVID test for the first time, and I was a little nervous. I get kind of queasy around uh, hospitals. I uh, I pass out when I get shots. That's one of my many hypermasculine personality traits. Uh, so I went to this uh, this COVID testing site, which was in front of a hospital. I uh, I went in, waited in line, sat in a chair, and it was my turn to go. The guy tester guy explained the procedure. He says, "I'm going to swab your throat, then I'm going to swab each nostril." Guy swabs my throat, and I'm able to take a deep breath. <sighs> was not that bad. And the guy swabs my first nostril. I honestly don't know if I had done something to offend this guy, if he'd had a bad day, or if he was just genuinely curious how much brain damage he could cause jamming a Q-tip up my nose. When he pulled it out, black dots started appearing in my vision. And I don't like to brag too much, but I'm a bit of an expert when it comes to passing out. Uh, so I knew this meant I had 10 seconds to lay on the ground uh, so I don't pass out, fall, crack my head open on the sidewalk. Uh, so I tell the guy, I go, I'm passing out. I need to lay down right now. The guy goes, uh, he responds, don't do that. The sidewalk is dirty. Not really grasping the situation. So my vision is going black and blue now. I can't see anything. I think, all right, fuck it. I got to take matters into my own hands. I start crawling out of the chair, getting onto the ground. Uh, the guy, the tester guy, sees what I'm doing, starts holding me up very generously, preventing my clothes from being sullied by the dirty sidewalk, coincidentally also denying oxygen to my brain. <laughs> it's a trade-off, you know, we all have our priorities. Um, so as I'm like wilting like a dying flower in this guy's arms, a bunch of hospital people start rushing over. One of them tries to get my attention. Goes, hey, buddy, are you okay? All right, we're going to lay you on the ground, okay? My god, what a brilliant fucking idea. I wish I had thought of that. So they lay me on the ground, and literally within like 10 seconds, I'm completely fine. Uh, uh, and now I can see the guy who got me laying on the ground for the first time. He looks kind of like the catalog version of a nurse. He's got like, uh, he's like 6'5", gelled hair, sparkly teeth. The kind of guy who's so well-kept, you assume he must have killed at least two hookers. He, um, then he says to me, he goes, hey, buddy, how's it going? You all right? Now, this was the first time in my entire life I'd ever been condescended to by a tall white man. I'd like to formally apologize to all of my former girlfriends. Amanda, I now understand why you set my car on fire. You were right. 
I don't know if this guy like thought I had suffered uh, brain damage. If he just like always talked like that, in which case he probably had suffered brain damage. Felt impolite to ask. So I tried to explain the situation. I said, I'm feeling fine. Uh, this happens to me all the time. Uh, I'm good. Now, it turns out when medical professionals have been dealing with COVID 24-7 for the last six months, and then someone passes out while getting a test for COVID, and I had lied and said I was symptomatic to get a test faster, it is difficult to convince them you are not dying of COVID. So one thing led to another. I was strapped to a gurney. I kept telling the nurses I was fine. They kept telling me to shut up and that I was dying of COVID. They uh, wheeled me into the ER where ironically I had the highest chance of actually getting COVID uh, and then made me wait for an hour and had to redo the whole fucking test. I like to think there was a moment after, uh, after they got back the negative test results that they thought, oh God, we have made a terrible mistake. We have just abducted this person against his will. We have made him wait for three hours and we've possibly exposed him to COVID. How the hell are we gonna charge him $500 for the gurney ride between the sidewalk and the ER? All right, that's all I got for you. Thank you very much. Ben, everybody! Number six, Ben Gettner, yeah. I seriously feel like I don't know why you're not on a Disney show right now. Like, why are you not wearing like a weird suit and being on a Disney show? Your next comedian, number eight. I've never met this person before, so I hope I don't fuck their name up like in a royal way. Everybody put your hands together for Abdallah Buhafs. Yay! Is Abdallah Buhafs a fake person? Because that would be hilarious. It's a weird name. It's great. I mean, I love all names, right? Like, And I get so high, I think about my own name all the time. Pam. Pam. Oh no, your next comedian is number seven. Everybody put your hands together. He's amazing. He's beautiful. It's Brady Pearson. Well, I'm a bottom. You know that. You don't come. Hi, everybody. So who are our judges again? Hi. Uh, Good to see you. I'm so glad you could come to the com to the comedy festival tonight. Um, yeah, yeah, it's very exciting. Well, I'm very. It's my birthday tomorrow. I'm having a huge birthday party. That's right. Ho hold on. You know, I mean, I have to get my nails done because I did break I did break one at the last orgy, so I have to make sure she's got to be clean. Well, not not not. Well, you know, things like, and I'm so excited because, you know, I get to suck a lot of cock this weekend, hopefully. You know, I want to talk a little bit about cocksucker pride. You know, um, it's something that I can't believe people complain about. I don't know a single guy that, with his eyes closed, would say, oh, please stop sucking my dick. Do you? Have, you've never said it. You've never said it. Really? No, you've never said it. See, you say, you're just not owning enough to it, you little bastard. You're not going to laugh because it's right. You little fucker. Anyway, <sighs> the Olympics are still going on. I'm very excited because it makes me think, God, if there were a fag Olympics, I would be on the cocksucking, the U.S. cocksucking team for sure. You know, and you guys think it's easy, you know, like, well, you you know, because you, you were, are, are, did you make the team this time? 
all you on the figure skating team. Everyone here, this is our other associate homosexual. Thank you, thank you, yes. So yeah, I, it's, it's a stringent practice that we have to do. So I'll show you some of it and I'll, I'll share it with you. Okay, ready, okay. So what we do is we get down on here and then we we'll spread our legs. We call this the kneeling priest. Okay, okay. And then, okay, and then we take it and we do the tip Tip to taint. Audience, can I want to make sure that you're able to replicate this when I get home, okay. you, when you get home too. Okay, and then finally, <coughs> you have to move that energy out, right? And you have to lift it up, and you kind of got to go like this and get it up like that, and then ah, and that is flowering lotus. You know what that was? Yeah, they're like, oh my god, he actually did it on stage. Um, that was a pantomime of a flowering lotus for those on the radio. And you know, I've sucked so much dick in my life that I wonder, I had the existential question, how many miles of dick have I sucked? You know? I mean, if you think, like, let's think about it for a second, because I'm sure you've done this. Okay, so, <laughs> let's say six inches is the average, right? Because guys like to think that they're bigger, but... They're mostly five, but I'm trying to give an extra inch, right? Okay, so it's six, and then another pass would make it 12, right? So that's it. That's a foot, right? So you're traveling, you know, so let's say, I don't know. That's a lot. I probably think I went to, like, Beijing, you know? I mean, that's why I'm in the Olympics. I think I can, like, it's like frequent flyer miles almost. You've been to at least. Where have you been probably? Brazil. Oh, you got a Brazilian. The long way. Okay. Okay. Well, gosh, you know, it's been really great um, hanging out with you all tonight. And my name is Brady, and vote for me. And um, I wrote a new song tonight, and I wanted to share it with you. You guys ready? <clears throat> Delta has spawned. What's that variant you've become? Could you be a... Evolved strain of days gone by. And did I hear you say we're gonna catch it here today and go to God's mansion in the castle in the sky? Hi. Thank you. Brady, I won. Brady Pearson! That was not, uh, 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 what, what's the, is it the ladies at the, who sang that song? Pat Miller? Bet Midler. Midler. Jesus Christ. Deep cuts. Deep cuts from Brady Pearson. Yay. Is Abdullah here? Is that his name? Is that a person? Cool. Is Connor Norton here? I also don't know this person. Connor is here. Hi, Connor. We haven't met in person yet, but I'm really excited to see what you do for jokes because you get four minutes. And you are number eight right now. And I hope people like you so much. Everybody put your hands together for Connor Norton. Yay! Pam, last time I was here, I believe you called me a uh, T-ball special ed coach. Perhaps a special ed T-ball coach. Um, hi, how's everyone doing? Uh, I haven't been doing stand-up very long, but I love it so much. And hopefully one day I can make a career out of it. But I'm trying not to get ahead of myself because it's something that I do a lot. 
And, uh, like, for example, the other day I was driving down this street. It was like a winding road through the trees. And I get around a bend, and there's all these cars parked in a row, total traffic jam. And I pull up, and I wait there for five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Finally, I look in my rearview mirror, and there's a car that pulls up, three behind me. And this older couple gets out. And immediately, no hesitation, they're running to the scene of the crime, trying to see what happened. And they were older, and that's not important except for, like, what are they going to do, right? If they get there, they're not really going to be able to help. But I appreciate their enthusiasm, and they get there, and they disappear around the bend. Five minutes later, they come back. But this time, they're going car to car. And when they get to my car, it's the guy, and he's on the passenger window, and he's like, <laughs> and I was like, okay. And I roll the window down, and he's like, <sighs> It's going to be about five more minutes. <laughs> I guess uh, someone lost control. They're, to they're still towing him out of the ditch right now. And before he could finish, I was like, amazing news. Thank you. Like, gave him one of like a, that's five minutes, no more. That's all I need. And he looked at me like I was kind of an asshole. And I felt bad. But it was also like, we're going to share two moments, right? The moment of bad news and the moment of good news. And you can't really have both with me. Like, like he can't go, <sighs> Yeah, someone went into the ditch. They're towing him out right now. It looks like he didn't make it. There were kids in the car, too. They didn't make it either. But it's going to be about five more minutes, so you're stoked on that. <laughs> so I try, you know, I, I shook it off. But, yeah, I just get ahead of myself. Like, another example is I'll, I'll do a diet for a couple days, and I'll convince myself that I've made so much progress that I can lose a belt loop. Right? So now I'm just like walking around with a tourniquet around my waist. And there's fat pouring over the side. And I'm Irish, so I like hide more weight than you think. I know I don't look that big. At least I like to think that. But <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've gotten stretch marks from doing that. Is that possible? Like compressing my, the fat on my sides into my, <laughs> into my belt? Sorry. That makes me laugh. <laughs> um, what else is going on? So... I guess I'll end it with that, because I have no more material. All right, thank you, guys. <laughs> Connor Norton, what a, a kind man giving a minute back to the room. That was amazing. I was just about to honk you, and you said nay. That's beautiful. No, it's an amazing thing when people are like, that's all I have. Unless you want to, like, crowd work people and make them feel uncomfortable. Your next comedian is Pat here. Is Abdallah here? God damn it, you guys, you, you pre-sign. Is, is Newman here? I, there's people I've never met before. There's a lot of new people here tonight. You're, I know you, I know you. We hung out last night. Everybody put your hands together for your next comedian. Uh, I don't know what number he is now, but you can write his name down and remember him. Newman Shock, yay! What's up? What's up, guys? Um, quick question. Has anyone here ever been cheated on before? Yeah? Great. We'll go to therapy together. Um, I kind of got cheated on. Well, not exactly. Basically, I was dating this woman who was married. And I didn't know she was married. But I guess I should have known something was up, because my name in her phone was like Papa John's, <laughs> which I just thought was like a sexy nickname. But I guess not. And it was really weird when, like, her husband found out, because he found me, and he was like, you slept with my wife? 
And I was like, you married my girlfriend? Like, that <laughs> seems worse. <laughs> but I did learn a valuable lesson, um, mainly that if I ever get caught cheating, my excuse is going to be there's no such thing as cheating, only surprise polygamy. That's also the official... <laughs> That's also the official cult leader motto, by the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but of course, cheating's really bad, and you shouldn't do it. But also, here's the thing. Um, if I had to hire a loyal family man or someone who cheats on his wife, like, all the time, I'm hiring the cheater, you know? Because that's a very ambitious, driven man who, like, strives towards new goals. And I think the reverse also works. Like, if you want someone who's loyal, date someone who has no career prospects whatsoever, like a Taco Bell employee or a comedian, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's hard to put on Tinder. Um, but I was on a date recently at Taco Bell, you know, because I'm a romantic. And uh, while we were there, um, this guy suddenly starts jerking off. And most people don't care because, well, it's a Taco Bell. But my date gets really offended. She's like, oh my god, I can't believe this guy is jerking off to me. And I was like, hey, this is San Francisco. He could be jerking off to me too, you know? Like, don't be close-minded. <clears throat> but my date was, like, really confident that this guy was jerking off to her. Like, this is where her self-esteem comes from. And she's like, no, I'm pretty sure he's jerking off to me but you can go ask him and make sure. And I'm someone whose ego isn't big enough to walk into this guy's firing zone. So I'm like, no, you win this very important argument. Like, this guy is totally jerking off to you. And um, that's not enough for my date. She's like, fine, I'll go ask him myself. And I was like, wow, total girl boss move. I'm not gonna come in your way. And luckily nobody else came in her way either. And she comes back safely, and I ask her, like, well, who's he jerking off to? And she says that he's not jerking off to either one of us. He's actually jerking off to a reflection of himself. You can see through the window. Yeah, and now every time I hear the word self-confidence, I think of that guy. Like, that guy's a fucking legend. Yeah, and actually, that's my set. So thank you, guys. I, when I, so here's the thing, all the time I walk, I walk a lot and I see mirrors where I am and I try not to look at myself because I don't want to be a vain piece of dog shit. Yay! I'm sorry. No, I'm, just, who, who looks at themselves in the mirror every time? If there's a mirror that you walk by, who, you want to raise your hands? You're not, I'm not, I'm not going to. It's cool. Like, it, I, I mean, it's fine being a narcissist. I'm cool with it. Like, I like it right now because I'm so blind. I'm beer goggling myself all the time. I look amazing. Like, I'm so blind now. I'm so fuzzy. I'm the prettiest girl I've ever fucking seen. Your next comedian, put your hands together for Pat Miller. Link up, you a little bitch. Come to my face, get pop quick. Fuck with my niggas out with. <laughs> That's a doozy. 
Hey guys, do I need to put one of these on now, Pam? Put, put, a, put a bag on it. Should I put a bag on well, it? Well, I mean, I, I, I usually use give everybody their own microphone, but I can't tonight, so like, uh. Hey, I, I don't wanna, I wanna be cool. I'm being cool, I'm being cool. Safety. <laughs> safety, safety. Uh, you don't need it around me, you guys. You don't need to be safe, I'm not dangerous. Um, I've always been kind of thin. I've like, I, I can appreciate it now, but I've, I've never been like a beefcake. I wish I was a beefcake. It sucks, it sucks, man, because everyone loves beef and cakes. I wish, I wish they didn't. I wish they cared less about biceps and more about other things like thighs. You know, I'm, I'm a thigh department guy. All my meat, whatever meat I happen to have is just right. It's stacked right here, right here. Uh, I've got like a bony torso perched on top of some meat sticks. That's what's happening. I got all my shirts are sized. Please don't hurt me small. And um, and all my pants are parachute, of course. You know. Um, yeah, baby, beefy thighs. I'm not a speed skater. I'm not. It's just my default character type. Somebody chose that for me. It was the last one available. Um, it's tough out here, guys. You know, everybody just wants to arm wrestle. Nobody, nobody yearns for a good leg wrestling, you know? Nobody, nobody cares if you can mm, bust open a watermelon with your knee-clenching legs. Nobody wants to see how far can you kick a papaya. I think there's, you know, it's just a general lack of appreciation for fruit and leg fusion, fusion activities. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh... Women don't, they're not into it, not into guys with a low center of gravity. You know, they want a guy who's top heavy, off balance, easy to trip. You guys, these guys know, these guys know. The trippable ones, you trip them, you lock them in your trunk. That's how you get them. That's how you get them to buy your pyramid scheme lip gloss. That's, that's the only way to do it. Uh, I wish my body would just like take care of itself, you know, like, why can't it shape? Why can't it do the right shapes? Put the muscles in the right places? Why not? Like my heart beats good. My feet walk good. But the muscle building department is just like, we gotta max out those calves, baby! Yeah! No abs, only calves! Put all the XP into agility. That's the only way we're doing it. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't do it. You have to, you have to nag it with exercise like it's a 10-year-old, you know? Timothy, Timothy, clean up your room! Pick up the trash and tone down my glutes. Tone them down. Timothy won't do it. Uh, keep <laughs> if you have another kid, just kidding, that's getting weird. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know, I don't like to exercise. I'm not an exerciser. Um, People are always like, Pat, just do, if you feel good, you feel good when you exercise, just get into it. I'm like, I, I get it, I get it, I get it. I feel good when I sit, I understand. No, Pat, no, no. When you exercise, it makes your body release all of these orphans or whatever. <laughs> Who's keeping the orphans? Why don't we just let the orphans out? All right? I. Don't make me run a marathon. Just open the gates. I don't, is that why everyone's running half marathons these days? Trying to let half the orphans out? I don't, 
Hey, excuse me, sir, I'm doing a fundraiser door to door. For every mile I run, will you make a pledge to release $10 worth of orphans from your local pizza hut? Um, I couldn't get any pledges. I couldn't get any pledges. I think that's about my time, guys. Thank you. I'm Pat. I appreciate your time. Party on. Pat Miller, everybody. I have no idea whose numbers or what's. You judges are just going to, like, tell me which people you like and everything's going to be fine. Your next comedian, Abdullah, did he ever show up? Okay. Your next comedian, he's Dylan Hun. Yay! That's about that loose when I put them on. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's kind of weird. Those mask mandates are back, you know? It's, it's people are rocking the masks again. I remember when they were first lifted, it was the first time I saw my coworker's nasty ass mustache. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, it looked like if you got Elmer's glue and then they kissed a so shower drain. Like, it was kind of a shame because, you know, other than that, I thought she was attractive, so. Yeah, you know, but uh, sex is great. Yeah, I'd love to have it one day. Um, yeah, you know, I'm 19, so I feel like most guys my age kind of get uh, dating advice from their parents, you know, their dad, not me. No, my dad's horrible with women. Like, he's so bad, I, I don't think he's my dad. Like, who is this virgin that's living in my house? I <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable. But, uh, yeah, he gives me, like, horrible advice, too, you know. One time, you know, I had this crush in high school last year. And, uh, you know, I asked him about it. I asked him about it, and he said, Dylan, let her know you're serious and ask her out on one knee. So that's the story of how I went alone to prom. <laughs> um, but, you know, now I do most of my dating on Tinder like most other people. And, you know, it's really the McDonald's of dating, right? You know, no one uses Tinder and's like, yeah, this is healthy, you know? It's more like you show up and you're like, yo, I think they got my order wrong. I, <laughs> I don't think this is what I ordered. And like, let's say you do get lucky and you get to eat the McDonald's. You usually regret it the next morning when it hurts to go to the bathroom. It's like, yo, I ordered a sandwich, but I think they gave me mixyphilis. <laughs> this isn't this isn't very good. Yeah. Now the first time I was on Tinder, I was surprised, man. Like, you know, all these girls had really over-the-top sexual profiles. And you know, I'm I'm a young dude. I wasn't expecting that, you know? I was just swiping through, you know, left, left, and then BAM! Ass to the face. I was like, oh! You know, I got, I got a little bit curious, and you know, this girl's profile was just over the top sexual. It was, it blew my mind, you know, like every picture was like, you know. And uh, I had to like double check, make sure I wasn't on a porn website. I was like, no, it's not Craigslist. I don't know how I got on here, <laughs> yeah. But you know, her bio just said no hookups, which is kind of weird to me. Like in my mind, I'm not saying she's like asking for it or anything, of course not. 
but to me that bio reads a lot like the warnings on Q-tips. Like, look, we both know why we're here, so let me just stick it in and I'll be on my way. You'll never see me again. Yeah. Yeah, no. But I mean, so it's crazy. It blows my mind that so many of these girls don't even post their face on a dating profile. You know, they'll just post like a bathroom selfie where their phone's blocking their face. You can't even see it. And like, that's kind of a problem in my mind, right? You know? Because like one time I was swiping through, you know, left, left. And I came to this girl who had this amazing body, you know, like I'm talking lean, athletic, you know, three boobs. It was perfect, you know, and clearly she took very good care of her body. She put a lot of work into diet, exercise. And her last picture was a selfie where you could actually see her face. It was my sister. I swiped right. <laughs> we matched. Yeah, it was a pretty awkward dinner conversation. We didn't say anything, just avoiding eye contact, trying to eat, I don't know, fucking ribs or something. But uh, yeah, I went up to her after dinner and I said, will you go out with me? <laughs> All right, everyone, that's my time, thanks. Dylan, everyone! Dylan here, yay! Just throw it on the ground, we'll figure it out later, yay! All right, um, there's ribs up front. I still have to cut some more down. Uh, your next comedian, he circled around the block so many times to get here. He is so important. He is the hero of Mutiny Radio. Put your hands together for Matthew Quirk. Yay! Is he not here? That's crazy. It's hard when you're like in the booth. I can't see who's here. I can't see who's not. I mean, I saw him park. No. Is Paul, is Paul here? Paul. All right, so Matthew Quirk is in here, so we're going to move on to our next comedian. Put your hands together, everybody, for Paul Legolay! Yay! Thank you. That, um, the baggies, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Wow. Big crowd. All right. Ah, uh, uh, I'm a, I'm a bit bummed. Uh, you know, COVID's making a real Robert Downey Jr. of a comeback right now, and it sucks. I think actually Robert Downey Jr. and COVID have had very similar life trajectories if you look at it. Allow me to elaborate. They started out small. Nobody thought it was going to be anything big. Then it got a little bit more famous. People were like, oh, okay. Then it became less funny, a lot more dramatic. People were like, oh, shit. Then it won an Oscar, became worldwide. Everybody knew about it. Then it went batshit crazy. We had to shut that shit down, put it in jail for a little while. Clearly, it just needed time to work on itself, figure some things out, you know, make some changes. And it did. Came back stronger than ever like a goddamn Marvel superhero. So my point is... If we want to end COVID-19, we must murder Robert Downey Jr. So the next part of my set uh, would be a transition from the Robert Downey Jr. bit to the next bit. It would be a really good transition. It would be very seamless. You wouldn't even know it was happening. It would probably last around 15 seconds. There would be a joke right about there. It would be a good joke. It wouldn't be a great joke, but it would be pretty good. Anyways, advertisements have gotten really, really good as of late. They, they've had a long way to come, though, because before ads used to all be like, 
competing lawyer ads, you know, one of them was like, hey, have, have you been m murdered by a kitten recently? Well, you should call 1-800-Johnny-The-Lawyer. And then the next advertisement would be like, Johnny Lawyer took out my grandma and murdered her. But now they're getting so good ads because they could tailor to the individual, you know? They could see what you're buying, what you're searching, what you like, what you don't like. And they can use all that information and they could push products towards you. Instagram is the best at this. All right, hey, hey, I like it. No, but Instagram is the best at this. You go on Instagram nowadays and Instagram's like, hello, <laughs> welcome back. Hey, uh, remember the thing that you were just thinking about buying? Well, here it is again, bam! And you're like, oh shit, buy. Um, I went to go buy a ticket to Disneyland recently and right before I actually bought the ticket, like before I checked out, put my card and I got distracted and I moved on with my day. Instagram did not forgive me for this. I went on to Instagram. Instagram was like, hello, welcome back. It's a small world after all. It's a small world after all. Hey, so remember when you were about to buy the ticket to Disneyland and then you just didn't? Well, if you click on that button, you could go buy the ticket. And I was like, nah, whatever. Swipe, swipe, swipe. Another ad pops up. It's a small world after all. Just buy the ticket. And I was like, nah. Whatever, swipe, swipe, another ad pops up. It's like, it is a small world after all. If you don't buy the ticket, I will murder your family. And I was like, okay, and I bought the ticket. I think the creepiest thing nowadays is that your phones and devices can listen to you. No, they could just be listening on a conversation and they could use that and they could push a product towards you. I was talking to my friend the other day and I was like, hey man, I have a super dark secret to tell you. And my friend was like, what? And I was like, I have a small penis. My friend's like, oh my God, I knew it. And then I go onto Instagram. Instagram's like, hello, welcome back. Hey, what would you think about buying a, I don't know, Ford F-150? For no reason do I say this. I'm just thinking if you want to compensate something big for something small. Again, no reason I say that. And I was like, uh, whatever, and I swipe, and I swipe, and another advertisement pops up, and it's like, it really is a small world after all. <laughs> all right, that's my stuff. Thank you, guys. Yay, Paul Legally! Yay! Paul, he's a new guy. He's a dolly. He's coming back, and that's super nice. Your next comedian, he is the hero of Mutiny Radio. We love him up so much. If you don't clap hard, I'm going to beat you up. Put your hands together for Matthew Quirk. Yay! Hey, what's up, snowflakes? So, uh, as you guys know, I like to do uh, political humor. I like to stay up on political things. No Cuomo. That's great, you guys. I know. I know. You guys aren't here to laugh. You're here to judge. That's cool. They don't pay attention. Uh, anyway, uh, in the spirit of the Olympics, I am rooting for the Delta variant. Am I the only one? I know. I, I, I know. It's like I'm, I'm rooting for the underdog, but I just like the moxie in this kid, you know? I like how it just keeps coming back. Actually, I am rooting for the Delta variant. Hopefully, it'll clear out some of the Delta males around here. Lighten the load for the line. 
to this open mic. Maybe clear up some of those Ubers who don't know how to fucking park. Clear up my city streets. Anyway, speaking of the Delta variant, did you know Eric Clapton is a big anti-vaccine guy? Uh, I wonder if he does, though, remember to close the window so maybe the virus doesn't blow in to his... See, his kid fell out an open window and died. He forgot to close the window. I mean, I usually take my fucking medical advice from a blues musician, but not one who forgets to close a window. To be clear. Did everybody catch uh, Jeff Bezos had his first real orgasm last week? (laughs) And with no fucking sense of irony at all, immediately thanks all his fluffers when he lands. That would be his employees. Yeah, then, you know, Branson had his first orgasm the week before. You know, if we can get fucking Musk and Zuckerberg to blast off, they can finally circumnavigerk the planet, right? Which is like, that's their intention, right? I mean, I'm getting laughs outdoors here, fools. I mean, you know, we're all looking at the negative sides of this whole thing, right? How the rich, but we're not looking at any of the positive sides about this, right? This proves the trickle-down theory of economics, right? If you let billionaires not pay taxes for 40 years, they will eventually buy a fleshlight that is so powerful, it will reach near or Earth orgasm, I mean orbit, and then, all, and then all of their emissions will trickle down to our lungs. Reaganomics, everybody. I don't go for laughs, I make you think. That's what I do up here. I'm not taking requests right now, Pam, thanks. Uh, So Simone Biles back in the Olympics, right? Give it up for her, true champion. Uh, One of the things I learned from this whole Simone Biles controversy is that there sure still are a lot of Larry Nazar fans out there, for God's sakes. Who knew? People are real like, hey, man, if you're not in the Olympics, I don't give a fuck about your opinion about Simone Biles. I'm not nearly so harsh. I think if you could do a double backflip with a twist and stick the landing, I'll, I'll listen to your opinion on Simone Biles. That's, I'm open-minded like that. Anyway, they were all criticizing her because she like dropped out for anxiety. But they just busted her weed dealer. That always made me anxious. You know, the sprinter who got busted for weed, the Olympian, you know, okay. Some people don't keep up on the Olympics. Anyway, they busted her ass for smoking the performance-enhancing drug cannabis. Smoked a lot of weed in my day. I have yet to meet the performance-enhancing strain, quite frankly. You millennials holding out on me with your CBD oils and shit. Come on. Yes, how dare you guys not share the performance enhancing, something to make me faster. Where's that shit? Anyway, I think in honor of her, we should change the tired old phrase of 420 to qualifying for the Olympics. Like, hey, how about after my set, we go outside and qualify for the Olympics? I think it's got legs frankly. 
we really missed a big teaching moment with this too. Like, hey, mom, when when can I start smoking weed? Oh, right after you qualify for the Olympics, right? The real short-sighted thing was that they didn't just kick her out of the 200-meter dash. They also kicked her out of the 4x4 relay when she's obviously an expert at puff-puff pass. A lot of smart humor out there. That joke has an athletic scholarship. You got to come here to Mutiny Radio to get that sweet track and field humor. Anyway, Pam brings up that I'm the hero of Mutiny Radio, but I think the shine is starting to wear off me, my heroics of two years ago. Because I don't get booked on shows. I got to come here from contests with all these Delta males when I'm clearly a fucking hero with 50,000 or more views on World Star Hip Hop for my little video there, making me by far the most famous comic you're going to see here tonight by a long shot, actually. You know, it's rough. There's there's this new schism in the comedy world. There's the people who remember me before my heroics and the people who got here after my heroics. And I constantly have to re-explain to them my heroics. And this one guy was giving me the eye rolls like I was just bullshitting. So I tackled him into a closet, and then I dragged his ass out into the street and wouldn't let him back in the, the building. Go look my video. It'll be a lot more funny if you saw the video. All right, thanks, everybody. Matthew Quirk, everyone. He hates millennials just like I do. Yay. Millennials, they're so cute when they hit on you. The best thing a millennial can say to you is, I see you. <laughs> it's so uninventive and silly. And that's what we're dealing with now. I see you. It's the best thing that a Gen Zer can say to you ever. That's so cute. You're a nice comedian. I don't know if he's a Gen Zer. I don't know where he is in the in the in the numbers game. Put your hands together for Jay Stewart. Yay! Thank you, thank you. I'm a millennial. I I didn't really think about the old Simone Biles thing. Like I use working out as like a way to relieve anxiety. I think if like an Olympian is struggling with anxiety, I have no hope. I'm like doing 20 push-ups. Like yeah, yeah, that that worked. That worked. I am screwed, guys. Oh my gosh. Um. Yeah, I've been a little MIA. I've been working on my mental health. Uh, I know it doesn't look like it. I've been in the hospital nine times for mental health. Yeah, yeah. After the first time, I was just like, you know what? Let's make it an even three squared. You know, uh, I've been working on uh, my positive affirmations, uh, which they're, they're hard. At first, I was doing stuff like uh, I was like, I will not compulsively masturbate today. I will not compulsively masturbate today. I will not compulsively masturbate today. Um, but that's wrong. Like you, you don't want to say not, right? You want to flip it on its head. You want to say the opposite of it. So the opposite of like, I will not compulsively masturbate today would be like, I will find a job today. I will find a job today. I will find a job today. And uh, yeah, it's just still been struggling with that. Still, I just can't find a find a job. It's and it's ironic too. Like, um, you know, like in my teens, all I wanted was a friends with benefits. Now all I only want is a job with benefits. 
And despite how they market you, <laughs> you can't get either with Pornhub Premium. Um, I uh, uh, yeah, but it's been like 15 months without work, which is uh, it's getting in my head. I'm like, I feel like I can't find a job to save my life, or like, I mean, honestly, or like my family's life. To be honest, like if somebody r kidnapped my family and ransomed them and was like, "All right, we're gonna kill your family. All you have to do is find a job," I would be like. Well, you know, the job market's really tough right now, and uh, I get like 15 to 20 resumes out a day, and uh, I have a Zoom conference call, which seems pretty uh, promising. Um, I, uh, um, but you get, you get like neurotic being unemployed for so long. I'm get, I get really annoyed with the shitty hand sanitizers out these days. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I just, I, I, it bothers me. Um, man, ugh, my memory, fuck that. Um, it's like, like, what is this stuff made of? It's like one cup of petroleum jelly, two shots of the most bottom shelf tequila you could ever get, and just a hint of lavender. You know, or witch hazel if you go to Burning Man, I don't know, whichever. Um, but, uh, um, yeah, man. Man, <sighs> fuck that, fuck that. I didn't even smoke before this. I should have, I should have smoked. Then maybe I would have remembered. Um, but uh, yeah, like during quarantine, I swear I could find pure Coke than I could hand sanitizer. And uh, trust me, I mean, I wasted all my fentanyl test strips on Purell. Yeah. Um, I. Uh, uh, <laughs> I went to I went to a bank. They had like three different kinds of hand sanitizer for me. I was like, this is the closest I'm gonna get to that ha being heroin, me being John Travolta, my life being Pulp Fiction. Um, I uh, uh, took a friend out dancing, and uh, it was packed. And I, I didn't realize how much I missed playing the game of is the kitchen making garlic fries or is that body odor. Um, <laughs> And uh, it was great though. They went back to my they went back to my place. Uh, they had to use the bathroom, so I was like sitting on the couch. I actually found some hand sanitizer in their jacket pocket. I uh, used it, which was a terrible idea. Uh, I had a bloody nose. I passed out, and I, I woke up to a uh, syringe of Johnson and Johnson in my chest. Uh, but yeah, that's that's my time. Thank you. Jay's tour, everyone. Yes, with their names, it's lovely. All right, hey, that Paul, love to see you. We're gonna see, okay, so that's the end of the actual like contest contest, and everybody did the stuff, and if you're a real person, um, you have to tell me who you wanna see on a real show. And, but we have so much exciting stuff happening up next. Um, Mike Bonds has never had a good, like, um clip so we're gonna do it here tonight we're gonna let mike bonds do like 10 minutes and he's gonna record it and it's gonna be rad so we're gonna take a little break we're gonna listen to some music and then we're gonna come back in a second with mike bonds like doing a rad because we want to give him a rad clip and any people that want a rad clip we can do this for you too like, come and hang out at the thing at the end of the happy hour. And we're all going to get it done. So let's listen to some music. 
by um, Ace the Rapper, who's a really rad rapper out of fucking Oakland. Because, like, come on now. And I uh, will be right back. And, and please stick around because it's going to be a big bank bond set. Yay! If you're a real person, this is the time when you vote. So, um, one was Nick, Hulk, two, Surratt, three, Peter Strucky, four, Ian Langland, five, Lee Stewart, six, Ben Kettner, seven, Brandy, Brady Pearson, uh, Connor Norton, Pat Miller, uh, Newman, Dylan, Matt, Paul, Jay. But we're gonna do, are you you're putting up the thing? Yeah. Yeah! Exciting. No, so, um, Mike Bonds, he really, he needs a good, he hasn't had a good, like, a thing. Where he can send it out to people and be like, look, I'm super fucking funny. Like, why won't you put me on your fucking thing? So we're gonna make a video right now, tonight, for Mike Bonds, because he's my fucking buddy. And we're gonna get it done, and you're all gonna laugh, and it's gonna be the best. We're really gonna hook it up. Are you, how are you on your, is it a good, did you figure out the whole, like, yeah, you got it? Well, we need to tell the people outside to, yeah, you're gonna have a great time. And we're gonna tell the people outside, but let's, let's tell the people outside before we do this. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. With my niggas and we drillin' shit Fuck the odds, nigga, yeah, fuck the feds Know that you rollin' Come to my face, what you finna say You ain't even with it Claim you a savage, nigga, you ain't even with it I, I can't catch a case, gonna be a murder Seeing all these tweets and text messages All these screenshots, nigga, get whacked You ain't even with the shit, can't come Tryna see where you at And I'm right here, you ain't with the shit Know that I'm drilling and I'm tone shit. Stand on my block, nigga, get dismissed. Running on my block, finna get dropped. Running with the ops, love, nigga. with the ops, love, nigga. Seeing where you at, seeing where you at. Finna pop you from the bad, love, nigga. You ain't with the shit. Toting on my block, nigga, finna get whacked, nigga. Got your ass beat, you ain't even with the shit. See you coming to my face, nigga, now you got the spits. Finna get popped, yeah, finna get your ass dropped. Shop, Tryna fuck with the mob, yeah, we told this shit and we rollin' on the block Finna hit these stage, nigga, fuckin' with them cops Ain't fuckin' with the ops, nigga, stand in your lane You ain't even with the shit, nigga, tell you where I link up <laughs> You ain't with it Link up, nigga Fucked up, now they leaning, hurt their fainting. 
takes on shit. I don't trust none. I don't trust no bitches. I don't trust these niggas. I don't even trust them in a bill. And I all. All right, here we go. I'm very excited. Um, I don't even. I don't even know if he's up. If I have to do a couple of jokes, I'm, I'm in the back. It's confusing and strange. But tonight is. I, I really were trying to help out my buddy, fucking Mike Bonds. He needs a really good clip, and he doesn't have one yet. And so tonight, we're going to help him have a really good clip. Yeah, what the fuck? We're going to have help of, have a really good clip. So we're going to fucking be awesome and clap and laugh because, oh, I'm so excited for him to have the best set that he can use for anywhere. I mean, he goes to fucking Portland or Seattle or wherever. Is everybody is everybody ready on this? Jonathan's working hard on it. Joe Nate is on the biz. Here we go. Here we go, friends. I'm excited. You know who's one of my most favorite people in the whole world? Uh, you're going to get to experience him right now. Put your hands together, everybody. For Mike Bonds, yay! Thank you, Mutiny Radio. Thank you so much. You guys are amazing. Oh, you guys are an amazing crowd. Wow. I hear you. Okay. If anybody's got any extra white guilt in here, I'll take that right away, you know? Because a lot of white guilt is going around right now, so I'll take that, you know? You guys are an amazing crowd, man. San Francisco. We're so, we're so lucky, guys. We are. We got the best homeless people in the world out here, don't we? We really do, you know? Cause I was in I was in uh, Nevada not too long ago, and I ran into some homeless people out there, you know. And they seemed they seemed to be enjoying it, but they were so hot. How can you be hot and homeless, you know? In 110 degree weather, you know. Our homeless people out here, they're the best. So clap it up for the homeless people in San Francisco. Yes. All right, I'm gonna move on real quick here. Uh, I see some big head people in the crowd. Clap it up if you got a big ass here. Go ahead and clap it up, sir. I see you, yeah, you're looking around and everything. I see you, man. Yeah, clap it up if you got a big-ass head, you know. I understand your pain, man, because I got a big-ass head, too, you know. I went to go buy a hat the other day, man. The dude at the hat store was like, check it out, big man. It's going to be 8 to 12 weeks before we can get your size in. The head is too big. And I was like, dude, you didn't have to tell me like that, man. You didn't have to tell me like that, you know. And it's weird, too, because my son's got a big-ass head, too, you know. And I looked at his mom the other day, and I was like, okay, I see where he gets it from. Doesn't get it from her. He gets it from my side of the family. Okay, cool. There's two important conversations I'm going to have to have with my son one day. Number one, this is how you deal with the police. Number two, you got a big-ass head. Both conversations are equally as important, you know? Seriously, both conversations. You guys on a date tonight? We got any couples in the house tonight? You guys are on a date? You guys? Yeah, clap it up. Okay, good. He's like, I think so. He's, he clapped once, so he, you know. <laughs> All right, good. You guys met on Tinder or something? Where'd you guys meet? I don't, I'm just asking. Where'd you guys meet, yeah? Okay, good. College. College is a good place. All right. Clap it up for college, right? Well, you can't argue with your lady, man. First of all, I'm going to tell you that. You can't argue with her, you know? I went out and got a book on how to argue with my lady. First page, it says, shut the fuck up. That was the whole book, you know? Just shut the fuck up. That was the whole book, you know? And let me tell you something, man. It's 2021, you know? You got to start trying new things with her, going on new dates, taking her to comedy spots, stuff like this, you know? But the best thing you can do, I took my lady not too long ago to get a pedicure. Have you ever had a pedicure before, man? You should go, bro. I, I swear, man. I went and got a pedicure with my lady the other day. I put my feet in the water. Let me tell you, I almost came. I was like, this shit's feeling way too good. It's like, oh, my goodness. I did not know. Ladies, I did not know pedicures. Jeez. I was like, wow. She was getting all in between my toes and everything, staring at me dead in the eye. 
I'm looking at my lady like, babe, I'm about to come. It's about to go down. It's about to go down. No, seriously, though, on my, my next guy's night out, me and my boys, we all going to get pedicures, then we hitting the clubs after that, man. I'm serious. I'm serious, man. 2021, I'm, I'm pretty sure everybody's vaccinated. Clap it up if you guys are vaccinated in here, yeah? All right, yes. We be vaccinated. We be vaccinated, yes. You know, they had to convince me to get vaccinated because I wasn't too convinced about this vaccination stuff. You know, in the beginning, you know, they told me my dick was going to get bigger. So I said, fuck it, I'll get vaccinated. Fine, you know. No, I was actually waiting on Magic Johnson to endorse this shit. You know, Magic Johnson, <laughs> I was waiting on Magic to endorse this vaccine. Obviously, the Johnson & Johnson one, you know what I'm saying? Because Magic knows a few things about diseases, you know? <laughs> he knows a few things about diseases, man, seriously. Clap it up, you got tattoos. I see you got some tattoos in the house, yes. Monumental stuff right there. You know, everybody loves tattoos, you know? And everybody's getting like monumental tattoos and stuff like that. They're getting like their grandmother's birthdays, their kids' names, you know? And then I got a buddy that got some Asian tattoos. I was like, what does that mean, bro? He goes, it means sun, moon, light, faith, stars. I'm like, hey, whatever, bro, okay, cool. It's a cool tattoo, you know? I want to get an Asian tattoo, but my Asian tattoo is going to say chow mein, two egg rolls, general chicken, and fried rice. An Asian writing, you know what I'm saying? Because when I go to a Chinese food spot, I'll be like, hey, man, my order's right here. Don't fuck it up. It's right here. There it is. Seriously, man. 2021, I also believe my phone is watching me. I mean, we, we know our phones are watching us, man. I mean, he said it earlier. We know our phones are watching us, you know. I was using the Waze app on the way here, and Waze was like, hey, Mike, there's a Popeye's about a half a block away. Would you like to get on over there? I was like, really, phone? Fuck, man, you know me so well. Well, get me on over there anyway. I got a few minutes to kill, but we're going to have to talk about this shit later on, phone. You can't be doing this shit, you know. It's 2021, I also talked about earlier, this pandemic. You guys enjoyed the pandemic, you know, the whole sleeping in thing? Yeah, I know he did. You know, <laughs> he's got a van, that's why he enjoyed his, you know. But I, I really enjoyed this pandemic, you know. I picked up a few bad habits during this pandemic, though, guys. You guys give it up for bad habits, you know what I'm saying? Seriously, guys, I picked up a few bad habits during this pandemic. I picked up a food porn addiction. You guys know what that shit is? You know, you know what food porn is, man? You open your phone. I never knew a macaroni and cheese could be so sexy. I was like, damn, this shit is crazy. You know what I'm saying? They make it like a mixtape or some shit. You know what I'm saying? They play a little yachty to that shit. I'm like, okay, this is dope. You know, mixtape food porn. Who knew? You know, <laughs> who knew? And I didn't realize food could be so erotic, too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I didn't realize food could be so fucking erotic. You know, I was watching an enchilada being made the other day. And don't judge me, but after I got done jacking off, I had a lot of questions. You know what I'm saying? Don't judge me. Don't fucking judge me. You know? It's 2021 as well. I talked about we, we lost a few people this year already. You know, like, fuck. You know? We lost DMX this year. You know? I know, right? We lost the Prince of Wales this year, whoever the fuck that guy is. You know? Right? And then we lost Rush Limbaugh. You know what I'm saying? Fuck that. I know, right? Don't laugh at that shit. He's like, woo! People always do that, laugh when I say that. He laughed, you know. But the fact that he died during Black History Month, now you guys can all clap that up. You know what I'm saying? That's a win-win for everybody, you know? Like, holy shit, man. He really died in Black History Month. I think next year we're going to celebrate his death during Black History Month. Like, yay! That fucker died last year. Seriously, guys. Any pot smokers in the house? You guys are weed smokers in here? San Francisco? All right. If you're not, I'm pretty sure you're a cop. Are you? Are you? No? Okay. Is he a cop? Do you know this guy here? Okay. Well, you know. 
Oh, okay. He thought it went without saying. Somebody pass this man a joint right now so we can figure him out right here. <laughs> no, man. Seriously, though. Weed is getting too strong. You know what I'm saying? It really is. This shit is getting way too strong, man. You know? Buddy of mine's from New York came down and visited me you know, a couple of weeks ago. And he got a real strong New York accent. And like halfway through the joint, this motherfucker developed a Jamaican accent. I was like, where the fuck did you get that from? He's like, yeah, man, this weed is too fucking good, man. This weed is so fucking good, man. I cannot believe it. It's like, I thought you was just, oh, anyway, you know. So my grandmother just turned 96. Right, and 96, right? He's like, yeah, I know, that's pretty cool. Fucking 96, you know. And at 96, I'm pretty sure you should be able to do whatever the fuck you want to do. Coke, crack, heroin, meth, anything, right? You should be able to do what? At 96, you should be able to drink a gallon of motherfucking tequila and smoke a rock. I'm just saying. That's it's your life. You know what I'm saying? So I asked Grandma the other day. I said, Grandma, what you want to do? She said, baby, can you give me some of them little edibles and put it in a sweet potato pie? I said, okay, Grandma, say no more. Let's do this. So I brought the sweet potato pie over there the other day, and me and Grandma started eating it and shit. Halfway through, she started talking about how she used to suck my granddaddy's dick. I was like, whoa, Grandma, that edible is hitting you a little too hard. Calm the fuck down. She was like, no, baby, I used to cuff his balls. You got to hear this. I was like, Grandma, those fucking edibles are just relax. Relax, you know, relax. Fucking, uh, we just we just experienced another Tom Brady Super Bowl, didn't we? Wasn't that some, oh, okay. Yeah, we just experienced, I know, right? <laughs> look, she got luck, <laughs> right? Seriously, though, it was fucked up, man. We just experienced another time. And we also just experienced, um, uh, what do you call it, Milwaukee Bucks. They won the championship. You know, give it up for those guys. They finally won. You know, I know, right? You know, the Greek freak, right? I read somewhere that after they won, there was more anal done in the world on that particular day anywhere because of the Greek freak, you know? I know, right? I wonder who the fuck had to go around asking these questions. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, we need an anal asking question team out there right now. Stat. You know, fucking stat. Give it up for Pam and Mutiny Radio one more time and having me here. And, you know, you guys, you guys uh, bringing your white privilege. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> nah, guys, I can't. I'm looking at these ribs, man. They good as fuck. Wasn't they wasn't the ribs good as fuck? You know what I'm saying? You can't eat ribs around everybody, though. You know what I'm saying? You can't eat ribs because some people just go too deep on the ribs. You know what I mean? You ever been around a motherfucker that was eating the ribs and just sucking on You know what I mean? Like that. You're like out in public and shit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, damn, man. Especially especially people that eat chicken bones. You eat chicken bones out in public, man? I, I always think people judge me when I eat chicken out in public, you know, because I eat the, I, when I eat chicken, that shit be all around my face. I fuck it up, you know. So I love chicken, you know what I'm saying? So I be in public eating my chicken wings and shit, and in my mind, I be thinking that that guy's over there judging me. Look at him over there. Just look at him. He's eating his chicken. Can you see this? Look, honey. Look, look at him. He's he's putting the whole bone in his mouth. Goddamn. Hey, you guys, that's been my time on Mike Bonds. But wait, 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 wait. Get back up there. Wait, 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 wait. We need, I'm sorry, we need, we need an encore. You were just talking about chicken, but you didn't talk about chocolate chicken. Will you please do an encore and do your chocolate chicken joke? No, I'm asking for an encore. I'm asking for a Mike Bonds encore. Please bring Mike Bonds on for the chocolate chicken joke. Chocolate chicken! 
goodness. You guys are amazing. Wow. I get an encore in here. Wow, guys. This is some real shit, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, what well, we, we talked about this, guys, uh, the pandemic. I really, you know, I, I really miss a lot of things during the pandemic. You know, I really miss a lot of things. And one thing that I miss is buffets. You guys miss buffets? I really do. I miss buffets a lot. I, that's one thing I miss going to, because that's home for me, a big man going to a buffet. You know what I'm saying? You know, I was at a buffet before this shit all started, man. I was I was eating my food, and I was I was at the buffet, and I was grabbing my food. First of all, you got to watch kids at buffets, because fuck kids at buffets. They should not be allowed to wander around buffets, right? Kids should be escorted by a security guard or an adult 18 years or older at a buffet. Can you dig it? You know, so as a kid, they're taunting me and shit. Hurry up, fat man. Let's go with those mashed potatoes. Let's go. I'm like, somebody to get this kid. I'm about to kick the shit out of him because I'm in, I'm in my Disneyland and he's fucking with me. You know what I'm saying? Hurry up, fat man. Let's go. So the kid grabs a piece of chicken, right? And he puts it in the fudge fountain. He throws it at me and smacks me right in the face. Pow! And I was like, oh, shit. What the fuck was that, right? So I picked up the chicken and I looked at it and I tried it. Turns out that shit's pretty good. You guys go try that chocolate chicken. Tell them a little badass kid sent you. Try that shit next time. Just take some chocolate fudge and put it over your chicken. I guarantee you'll have a good night. You guys have a good night. I'm Mike Bonds. Chocolate chicken! Chocolate chicken! I feel the same way because, like, I'm a Jew and we, you know, foreskin. Okay, okay. I'm a Jew in foreskin. And it's like, cool. God, uh, Yahweh does whatever with the foreskin he makes it into the you know like the calamari or like on his salad or like on olives on his fingers and he just eats them right off what is god doing with all the foreskins a yahweh what is yahweh i'm sorry i'm a, i'm trying to be a good jew but it's so funny because it's like your son no it was like, no, your son. You're supposed to kill your son, Isaac. Except, oh wow, there's a, there's a ram that suddenly came about, like a goat. We could murder a goat instead of your son. How nice! It's crazy to me. I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, oh God is real, and women are weird, and we just, it's fun. I know a time out. Just call it out. I, I would like to call a timeout on all of that shit. I don't know how any of the... Are you kidding me? I know so much about the Bible. If anyone wants to have a great conversation about the Bible, my favorite Bible verse is Leviticus 20.22, which is if you sleep with your father-in-law, you should both be stoned. I love to be stoned. Dan Britton, you want to do it? You want to do a thing? Oh, he wants to do it. Put your hands together for your next comedian up to the stage, Dan Britton. Yay! <laughs> Fucking comedy. I figured show. It out, bro. Fucking comedy show. Sorry, let me just get settled here. It's a little hot. There's, there's, there's. Plastic bags, plastic bags. I'll mask it. We I'll gotta be safe. I'll mask it. Or I'll put hide your my pretty face. There you Sorry, go. ladies. So I'm really skinny right now. Um, I just I had a weird stint with my health. I caught some virus. I was in the hospital for a couple of weeks. I ended up losing like 11 pounds, 
And I remember like whenever I was in the hospital on my last day, I was getting out of the hospital and I was like, like, God, thank you for my health, God. Thank you for my life. And then I got that hospital bill and I was like, oh man, I should have just died. Like that would have been cheaper. I could get a coffin for this, like a nice coffin with like a Bluetooth speaker and like a heads up display and shit. So, uh, you know, it's a little more than a year now since we heard, uh, or we were, we were uh, marching for George Floyd. You know, and uh, I remember a phrase that came out of that called ACAB. And, you know, I've had a year to think about it, and I now have my own slogan. It's called A-M-M-A-D, and it means all meter maids are douchebags. So I've been hearing, I've been hearing a lot of, like, uh, commercials on the radio of, like, do you want to join the sheriff's department? It's like, what is the commercial for, like, joining the meter maid? Like, are you generally dissatisfied with how your life has turned out? Do your parents and spouse often describe you as being an insatiable cunt? Do you often lack empathy when other people plead to you for your mercy? Well, then you should join the SFMTA. And then they always have a guy on there who's like a 32-year veteran of the force. It's like, hi, I'm Officer Dick Shaft, 32-year veteran of the SFMTA, and I just want to say I came back from a 14-month vacation on the taxpayer's dollar. Join me on my quest to both take and waste every penny that we possibly can. So that's the SFMTA to me. Pam was talking about um, the Bible. I, I grew up Catholic. I went to Catholic school, and I used to be a big fan of Jesus until I got gay friends, and then I thought, like, Jesus seems to love everybody except the gays, which I'm not really about. And it's always made me curious, like, what if Jesus was gay, you know? Like, like if Pontius Pilate was like, Jesus, I sentence you to death. He's like, Pontius, you bitch! <laughs> In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, thank you, God, I didn't get my fashion tips from Joseph. Holy shit. Hey, Judas. You look cute in that tunic. Judas is like, guys, I think Jesus just hit on me. <laughs> I must betray him. <laughs> Sorry. What's up, bro, with the long hair? Yeah. Just, so uh, I... I think it would be really cool to go to Tokyo. I was actually going to go to Tokyo before COVID happened because I've always wanted to go to the Olympics and go to Tokyo. And then one of my friends told me like, hey man, they should just have the Olympics in San Francisco, which I think would be kind of cool, but they would definitely have to change the sports a little bit. Like instead of the triathlon, you would have to like smoke meth on the sidewalk, pile as much random shit on a shopping cart, and then learn how to code in Linux in like the fastest time humanly possible. You guys are on a date? <laughs> what a romantic guy you must be. So you guys uh, met in college? Yeah, that's cool. Did you pull that thing where like, you drop like, the pen in front of his desk and it's like, uh, grab the pen? No, I'm the only one who's done that in college? No? All right, y'all. Well, I think that's it. Anyway, give it up for Pam. Be like, that's a test, you ain't gonna be saying nothing, you say that's a mess. Oh, shit, it's funny. Oh!
you're next to me, and he just walked in, and he was like, "Am I a, who? Who am I? Am I a person?" I was like, "Yeah, you're gonna get to go up next." I can't even. It, the problem is that I, I'm so old that I can't see anything without my glasses on. So I wrote it down, and I can. Is it uh, Armando? Put your hands together, everybody, for Armando. Hey, so I just spoke up with my girlfriend for the fifth time, or ex-girlfriend now. Uh, and uh, so I think I need to stop dating white girls. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think I'm going for an Indian girl next time. That way, in case she insults me, it still sounds kind of funny. Uh, so yeah, I... um. I don't know, like, I feel like one thing is that you may be coming from a Latin heritage when, like, there's, like, a large white girl who's just kind of naturally attracted to him. Like, yeah, it's okay, you can treat me like shit a little bit, you know, blue eyes and all these other things. But uh, I, you could also go the other way. I also dated a Puerto Rican. Uh, she now uh, teaches college. And, uh, yeah, you, you totally go the other way direction with the, with the white uh uh, you know, thing because I just had to look up her, you know, rate my professor, and I was like, let me let me look up the Chad review where she sticks his her onions in his mouth. I just want to read read that you know review of the Puerto Rican sticking her onions in her mouth. You know, just straight up not tea bag as much as like just a you know full on tea kettle, <laughs> you know. So uh, so is that and. Uh, I don't know. I th I think Tinder wasn't really for me too superficial. Plus, I'm not like a, you know like super tall, which I you know understand. Because you know one thing one thing about her is she was like really kind of short and you know angsty. And then I'm like I don't know. I, I don't like how uh, some some like smaller girls get too anxious. You know they they look like it's kind of like they're afraid they're just gonna get like picked up and thrown into a van or something. It's just like the, there's a lot of anxiety with it. You know I don't know. I mean, like I understand, like if I if I was them, I'd learn I don't know, like some MMA, like you know, learn from the best, like John Jones, and just do, just learn eye pokes, like you know, like in a split second, just boom, just be able to drop them. But not that I advise that, you know, because bars are opening back up, and wow, people get really drunk, you know, just super drunk. And like I was just talking to one of them, super cool, and then she thought I was like super hit on her, like hold on, no, 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 I don't, I, you know, I don't know, I, I, it just gets weird sometimes. But I, I don't know. I understand. Uh, at other times, it's like I don't know. Uh, I, who knows? Who knows? Because go the other way, and then you know, I was at the club dancing, and and she's like, "Oh yeah, you know, dance with him. He won't rape you." Like, how how does that become like an okay sign? I don't know. It's it's pretty vicious out there, I guess. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. So um, let's see. Um, I don't know. I was I got one of those dating apps. Those are kind of ridiculous. Yeah, you know, like I talk about Tinder. And there's also Bumble. I feel like before they even look at the guy's face, they're just look hunting for the car, right? Just like, you know, Bumble, right? Like a bum Bumblebee, worker bee, right? It's like, you know, what kind of car do they drive, right? So, you know, some type of like, you know, monetary symbol. F that's a green light for them. Yeah. So, that, you know, that's that. Uh, I don't know. This is my first time doing this, by the way. So, uh... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're like, now this makes way more sense. You're like, now this makes so much more sense. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, um, 
what else? Uh, I don't know. I'm, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm just having a fun time with the pandemic. Thank God for more sleep, you know, but I took advantage of it and just had like way more weed and edibles and shit, you know, it, uh, makes Netflix way more interesting. Just like, you know, all those things a lot more interesting. Yeah. Uh, yep. So, uh, all right. I mean, thanks for Mutiny Radio, and I'll uh, work on it. I don't know. <laughs> all right. like six months seriously and I, I always said if anything happens here weird I will shut it down please eat the please eat the pork uh, I'm a Jew and I make great pork that's weird okay it's like uh, you can decide to do anything you want you can decide your own reality is your own. No, Surat, you like new no. You make your own reality every day. Are you not doing that right now? Right, exactly, right? Yes! Fuck yeah! I'm on board with that. I used to play Magic the Gathering. I still play Magic the Gathering. Anybody like Magic the Gathering? I see some hands raised in the back. I see some fellow dorks. I see some people that understand, um, what's it called? Um, it's the, there are two words together, and it's, um, fuck, it's uh, two words together that make everything normal. It's, uh, oh, fuck. I'm sorry. It's, there are two words that come together, and they make everything work. No, portmanteau is, or, uh, or um, like, deus machina. Like, that's like three words. I want the deus machina. I'm like, please take me up. Please take me up to the heavens. Does anybody? I have accidental, I have accidental gang tattoos. <laughs> no, seriously. On the back of my neck when I was 19, I got a tattoo of uh, theater, because I was a theater major, right? And so exactly, he yelled about small out gray later. So it's actually, it's the, it's the gang tattoo with the Nortenos. Like their whole thing is 14 and they are, and I was teaching in Oceanside. And so I got this, I got this, Accidental gang tattoo on my back of my neck when I was 19. I was like, oh, the theater symbol. This is me. I love theater. And my students were like, oh, Benjamin. Like, if anyone keys your car, I say, we got them fucking, fucking what? And I was like, what? And they're like, you're Norteño, what? Accidental gang tattoo. Second accidental gang tattoo on my wrist. I have an MFA in 
in fiction and and uh, in poetry this is i have two uh, anyways i have a lot of it's fine i only get to i only get to say it during jokes so it's good like oh i have really important degrees that i spent a lot of money on and i can only say them in jokes yeah uh but i i've written a lot of fiction and i i got a tattoo on my wrist because my fiction is pregnant with semicolons and what did I learn later? The semicolon is the thing for the people who are suicidal. It's a suicidal thing. The suicidal kids are like, oh, a semicolon, because like, this will stop your life, but you can have your life go on. And I got it on my wrist. On my wrist! Suicidal people. You gotta, you can't, and that's the thing. It's, it's a cross. You gotta go up. You, if you really want to kill yourself, you don't go across. You go up. You dumb bitches. You like, hey, you want to kill yourself for real? You don't know how to do that? Come on. Never been a comedian. You don't know how to kill yourself. All right. Uh, there was things that were happening and what is the last joke i want to tell before i take this plastic bag there's still there's still someone should eat pork um i was it was so cute the other day a guy yelled at me from across the street he was like keep living your life and be healthy these are the new cat calls this is it. It's not catcalling. It's just like positive affirmations from across the street. It's so sweet. It's so sweet. I feel so good. A guy walked up to me. He said, girl, you've been living a long time to look 22. I said, oh, that's a compliment. Hey, what are you doing? I try not to wear skirts. A gentleman came up to me. He said, hmm. I like that skirt. Can I get in there and get a sniff? <laughs> Cat calling? Meow. Also, super gross. Like, why do you want to smell that dude's jizz, bro? Like, what's wrong with you? You like that smell? Come on. That's on you. It's gross. It's actually on me, it's all over me. Sticky cum dumpster over here. <laughs> Trying to be. Uh. Okay, I'm done sitting on the ground. Um, is, is, were there any other comments that didn't get to go up tonight that want to go up? Yes, you're raising your hand. Oh my God, Nick Scarpino. Put your hands together right now for the very, very funny and amazing Nick Scarpino. I caught him too. Can I take yours off? I'm just gonna I'm gonna raw dog this right now. Just raw dog it. How are we feeling? Last comic of the night? Yeah, everyone wants to go home or to the next gig? That's super fun. Or eat the rest of these. Whoa, those ribs look like they got attacked by a wolverine. Give it up for Pam Benjamin one more time, everyone. Yeah. Running this mic like a champ for the last 18 years, especially during COVID. We love her very much. a uh, little bit about me, started doing Adderall. Okay, okay. 
Yeah, I was a little disappointed though when I found out what Adderall really is. Do you guys know what Adderall really is? Just shout it out. It's awesome. That's what it is. Holy shit, start doing Adderall. No, no, no. You said someone was gonna say, what was it? What what is Adderall really? Sir, it's awesome. Uh, we just went over this. Okay, I feel like you're having a little trouble paying attention. I recommend Adderall for that. That's the end of the joke. You don't have to talk anymore. It's okay. Uh, a little bit more about me, though. I'm a 41-year-old man who loves video games. Anyone else like video games? Yeah, cool. What's your favorite game? What are you into right now? Smash Bros. Hell yeah, that's a real video game. Sometimes people are like, I like, I like to play Pokemon Go. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here, okay? If you can't play it on a console, then you can't play it. Uh, it's weird, though. It's weird being a 41-year-old man who's into video games. Um, because when my dad was 41 years old, all he was into was other women. Oh, that's a sad joke. People laugh at that, and I'm like, I can see the pain behind your eyes, too. I get it. I know. Can I ask you guys a question? Have you guys noticed that we have a lot of homeless people in San Francisco? Is that something that you guys have figured out now? She's laughing her ass off. She's like, yeah, no shit. There's one for every square foot of the sidewalks. I'll tell you why, though. I figured it out the other day. is because we have the most persistent homeless people you have ever seen on the planet. There's a guy at the Molly Stones. Every single time I go to the Molly Stones, Right? He goes, hey, man, can I get a dollar? And I go, I'm sorry, sir, I don't have any change on me. He goes, maybe on the way out. <laughs> I'm like, you know what, man? Maybe. <laughs> and God's honest witness, on the way out, I went through the other exit. I took the other exit. <laughs> I was like, this guy's got my fucking number, dude. He's like, you know, I'm not going to waste my money on this. I know. No, speaking of homeless people, though, man, sometimes, I mean, you get frustrated sometimes, right? You want to do everything you possibly can do but you can't help you can't help everyone and sometimes i get frustrated and, and, and I'm, I'm ashamed of this story but i'm gonna tell you guys i was walking down Sutter and i saw a man uh, who asked me for a dollar and he was smoking crack and i was like ah, i don't even know how to handle this so he was like man can i get a dollar i was like sure man but let me get you know let me get a little bit of that crack <laughs> and he said okay and i'm gonna tell you guys that right now you <laughs> You have never seen me as scared as when I did that crack. It was it was awesome, though. Fuck Adderall, right? I mean, let's go crack, right, Pam? Let's get into it. God bless her. God bless Pam's got the dope. I never even saw that shoulder tattoo you got right there, Pam. That is the dopest tattoo ever. It's like a mic with a bike taken out of it, right? That's pretty cool. That's pretty dope. Uh, anyone see Fast 9? That movie came out, Fast and Furious 9? No? Good for you guys. It's terrible. It's a ter these are terrible films. I love them, but they're terrible films. I think actually, I think it'd be better if Paul Walker was alive, right? I think we can all agree that like the biggest travesty uh, in the whole series is that uh, Vin Diesel didn't die. Or <laughs> fuck that joke. That's the first time I've done that joke. Oh, uh, we'll get back to that one. Uh, last joke. Oof, gosh, I had one more for you guys. Sorry. Let's figure this one out. What is it? I wrote it down on this little piece of paper, and nope, it was the. Oh, there you go. Uh, anyone like Lord of the Rings? Yeah, uh, I don't, and I'll tell you why. I disagree with their portrayal of Italian Americans. Okay, no, I know they call them hobbits, but we all fucking know that these things are Italian Americans, right? You gonna tell me that Bilbo Baggins isn't the most Italian name you've ever heard in your entire life? I'll leave you guys with that. Thank you so much, Pam, for the time. I appreciate you. You rock. Yeah, Nick Scarpino, hooray! Um, check out. It's on the. They have a boat. There's a, the only comedy on a boat. Look up comedy on a boat, and that's what he does. He's the only person <laughs> doing comedy on a boat. I don't know what it's called. I'm a total asshole for not knowing what it's called. But